Welcome to the Chatham with K-Man podcast. Introducing your host, Tony DeBlau, a.k.a. the Caveman. Today, the Caveman sits down with Joel Lawson, the Viking Sapling, on the white sandy beaches in Grayton Beach, Florida. They discuss the Caveman's recent psychedelic trip. The Caveman talks on the recent discoveries from a book he's reading titled Cosmo Sapiens. Then he walks through a question he asked for Dr. Jack Cruz on mitochondria. They then wrap up the podcast talking about bone broth and its benefits. There is no better place for a caveman to have a podcast than outdoors, looking at the sun as it rises. If there's any background noise, it could be multiple things such as birds, the wind, waves crashing onto the beach, the sun as it bounces off our bodies, or a deep belly laugh from the caveman. Without further ado, here is your host, the caveman, and the Viking sapling. Yeah. Quite windy out today. It's a breeze. You want to tell them what date it is? I do. It's Sunday, October. Duh. I don't know. Sixth. October the sixth. And happy birthday to Jill, my baby sister. She's now twenty-six ish years. Slight hesitation (laughs) in the prediction of his sister's age. How old are you? Thirty. Okay. 27. She could be 27. Happy birthday, Jill. Either way. Happy birthday, Jill. Thank you. Hope you're getting up at sunrise. All right, what are you looking up? That's me. Yep. Look at your armpit here. Can you see it? Are you you scrolling right now? (laughs) 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 No, dude. When I make my list of commandments, this, that will be, thou shall not scroll. Yeah. Definitely not on the not in here, not now. <laughs> What's gotten into you? But can we go back to lampooning you for how long it took you to set up? Yeah. Because you right brought after, it up. Right after I figured out how to go live. Is that what you're doing? Yep. Okay. Fuck, <sighs> dude. Oh, should be good. How do you do it? <laughs> okay. I like our followers to post ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is a metric too many people follow, but if you have less than five posts, you're gonna have... All right, here we go, live. You could have a decent ratio. We'll notify some of your followers, all eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> is there a checkbox for, for all, or do we have to hand select them? In which case, that shouldn't take too long. What do you got there? A clip? Just something that I could Whoa. put on something that I can put on something. Yeah. You know? Dude, you gotta come over and record me playing music. Uh well that's what the uh, front frame Sony camera's for. Uh that's what that little audio box is for. Yeah. Cause I don't even have a mic and you've got a mic. I do have a mic. Dude. And I have a regular uh, mic too, like the ones that you like sing into and shit. Yeah. What's this one? Not for singing? <clears throat> no, it's not. <coughs> Is it good for chanting? It's good for like... It's, it's more choir, boy. This comes straight out of here, and it doesn't pick up much from the sides, but it will pick up... Sounds like good for singing. It will pick up ambient noise. Yeah. So if you want a singing mic, you want only shit that you have to put your face up right to it in yeah. order to fucking... Sorry for cussing. Right. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Hopefully, I was thinking about trying to go live on, on uh, Facebook. For you, bud. Whatever. 
Who cares? Next time. All right, so Whoa. we got here at 6.30 at 6.56 now. Woo! So 26 minutes of setting up. The time, it is a ticking. Got our timer set, doesn't matter. We don't have too much importance to discuss. Yeah. We're excited to be out here in the sun. That's right. All up, all up in the thyroid. <sighs> I did some good breathing last night. With your glasses on? Yeah, I took half a gram of mushrooms. Half a gram? Yeah. It's not that much. It's not that much, but it's enough to get something. That's true. There was no visual effect. Um, mostly body sensation. I took them at 6.30. I always start a timer anytime I consume something to kind of like gauge um, the up, the in, and the down. And I ate them and came right to the beach with a, a blanket, long sleeves, and a pillow, mm -hmm. and music. And just sat and watched the moon and the stars and listened and then would do some like heavy breathing, the hyperventilating breathing. Oh yeah. Dude, I would I would aim for 50. You know what's so fucked up is when you do it, you're like, wow, this is making me tired. This is making me out of breath. That doesn't make any sense because I'm breathing, but it's like the breathing itself is uh, not difficult, but- it mimics as if you were it's exercising. It's exhausting. Climbing a mountain or something. And I would do it and then I would stop and hold, and it was like this intense weight going down on me, and everything's like falling asleep and tingling, and like these muscles lo locking up, <laughs> and just like, ugh. And then as I'm coming out of that, I would just start laughing, because something about the music, because all of a sudden you realize your brain wasn't with you for a certain amount of time. Like you're blacking out, but you're not blacking out. That's the shit, and you dude. come back into it and the music's just like, you're like, oh, it's this song. And I'm just picturing the intensity <laughs> and the energy of the music being created. And I just start laughing out loud. And But I'm still like, glued to the <laughs> ground, like, oh, I can't move. Just, just from our breath. The most intense part of Wasn't the, the any whole of the trip. the mushrooms, you don't think though? That was a part of it. Yeah. But I, I went into the breathing session, I was very extremely lucid the whole time. So this was pretty much a, a body sensation with triggers into thought, just cause staring at the same star. Like, yeah. And then occasionally I would start to see uh, some perspective within the solar system or whatever. We could see, oh, that star's closer, right? I mean, they're all, fuck, the, the sun is 93 million miles away. I think that's a fact. So these things are ridiculously further, but to be able to see that little perspective. Then you look at the moon. Dude, my biggest complaint the whole night, <laughs> the moon was too bright. It was too, too bright. Like, was it four or something? No, it wasn't yeah, even half. Was cool, really? It was absurdly bright. Maybe that was the mushrooms too, man. Well, your eyes are sensitive or something. Absolutely. But in terms of what you could see else in the sky, I was like, Mr. Boone, <laughs> could you just tone it down? I'm trying to <laughs> trying to appreciate these other lunar uh, or non-lunar. Well, that sounds like a pretty stayed out there for a little over three hours. I would get up and I'd, I'd walk a little bit. Yeah. And then some some people like crab hunting with super bright flashlights. Right. I was like, I was like, yeah, there's some, just some little kids and <laughs> okay. and their parents. 
Some people almost walked over me because they didn't see me. I'm just, I'm just some dude right next to the dunes on the, they the line. They probably is a fucking washed up merman. They're like, <laughs> look at this guy. He's all like holding his breath like. <laughs> they got, when I would see them, I would take out my earbuds and, and kind of wait for them to approach right. just in case they You're were. Like, hey, I'm a normal guy. I'm not going to yeah. murder you. No, I'm just, I'm just enjoying myself so much. The temperature was perfect. It was solid. I wanted do it again but good. take more me too man get, but get more into it ain't got them <laughs> trying to fucking plant so, them out in my backyard somebody got their ration i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I give and i give i've i allocated to like six to eight people out of the same amount and everyone got some we're working on it we're working on it i know, I know. but they are amazing we can still get a chipley though right yeah Look, I hit you up last year about that. Look for our own. Remember that? I remember I said, everything. This is the time. You don't remember everything. You can't remember everything. No, but I recall that someone, perhaps yourself, was interested and intrigued. So we're going to take a brief moment here, and this is brought to you by Amavita Coffee. Only the best local <laughs> coffee in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. I drink at Black Bear Cafe. That's cool. You get some town. That's good coffee, too. Yeah. Well, and Black Bear carries my products. Oh. Yeah. I guess Almavita doesn't sell anything with meat in it. I'm trying to get him to take the bone broth. Shit, yeah. All Wait, right, so... Can I have a taste of your coffee? Yeah, sure. You know, I haven't had coffee since... Last time I gave you coffee, mm -hmm. probably. So I hang out with a coffee drinker and... Is it good? Yeah. Thank you. So... That'll get the fix. I just wanted to see how bitter it was. The tea's pretty bitter, too. Dude, I have been housing black tea. It's good. Well, <clears throat> probably more than the recommended amount, but I enjoy the effects. I had not a, I don't want to say a breakthrough, but, and I, I even made a note to do my own recording about it in case these things take longer <laughs> to get posted. Yep. But. You know those times when you've learned something <clears throat> and then but you don't you don't like you know it because you that you were told it and then you you discover it in the literature somewhere else you're like ah there it is okay i had one of those with something dr cruz has talked about because i'm reading cosmos sapiens highly i've talked about this book on my videos all the time i watched your video the other day oh good i watched it trying to was that the uh, the most recent one where I talked about Beach Brawl? Beach Brawl, Sam Og Harris. Ogmandino and, uh, yep. yeah, and gotta have love in your heart. The we'll lady with the CrossFit girl. Yeah, I, I, see, sometimes I'll record and then not go back and watch. I'll come back to that. I think you should record on your GoPro. I should, I definitely should. We'll come back to that as well. You can mount it on your <laughs> Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> You can mount it on your windshield. Knock, knock. Go. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay, that was going to be a good one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Moo. cow. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were like. All right, sorry, dude. I just was having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Moo. Not sorry. Moo. So, reading Cosmos <laughs> Sapiens, which everyone needs to read, because it is uh, a summary about all the science that we've ever put forth or discovered about everything that explains the beginning of time. 
That's deep. Okay. That's deep. Yeah. It's, How it's do a you lot. start with that? Uh, you start at the it goes time. It goes pre-Big pre Bang, and it looks at everything, and then right. pretty much points out that there isn't consistency and agreement of... We still can't explain it as much as we know any of it, right? And it gets heavy into analyzing um, Darwinism as well, because what most people understand is evolution... They're taking a much broader understanding of evolution instead of what Darwin's specific rules were for natural selection. And I I get into that because I'm more into the collaboration part. Anyway, Cruz has always talked about What's his favorite word? What's Dr. Cruz's favorite word? Fuck, dude. Favorite word. What's it all about? Mitochondria. Oh, mitochondria. Yeah. All right. I haven't, talk- dude, I haven't thought about mitochondria in a long time. I just think he lived in Dr. Cruz shit in a while, so. Oh, I've been, I've been keeping yeah. myself refreshed. Yeah. And the equivalent in plants is called chloroplast. Okay? Now, I need to ask him this. Chloroplast. Because I am quite certain I've heard Cruz say that the mitochondria borrowed, maybe it's just his wording. He said <clears throat> the mitochondria came from chloroplast in some way, which came from a bacteria, okay? And I'd always heard that. And maybe, maybe he said they both came from the same one, but I understood it as he said bacteria did this and then to chloroplast, and then it kind of borrowed it from that, all right? And maybe he said they came from the same joint. Well, I'm, re- I'm in this section. Wow. In Cosmos Sapiens, and the motherfucker is talking about this, and her name's uh, Lynn Margulis, something like that. And it's about uh, symbiosis and symbio- symbiogenesis, okay? So, symb- and there's another one, but symbiosis is referring to like two things coexisting and working together. And then symbiogenesis is where two distinctly different species. Uh, combine to form something new, right? Like you mating with a fucking nectarine tree and creating something, like, of that nature, right? And in it, this is, we're talking over eons, millions of years, but this is where it started to, to spell out, the bacteria. So way, 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 the earliest thing in the world are archaea and uh, prokaryotes, which bacteria is in that group as well and then we come out of the the eukaryotic side all right and i saw it and it was this went to mitochondria and then that went to plants and animals and then this after that went to chloroplast i was like wait he's been saying it was the other way around i need to ask him this but it was was so cool to kind of see it and read it and understand it while you're reading it right and all this is going to go over everyone's head because it's like what the fuck is a eukaryote and why is that important but i find this stuff fascinating because i really am starting to understand things on levels that go back millions and millions of years to what we evolved from. And it's like, this shit is deep. But I've also been enjoying the uh, the back and forth between the, the theories of evolution and, and then more narrowly defined with Darwin's natural selection, um, juxtaposed with collaboration and um, the collaboration versus competition argument of, of what allows the species to to flourish 
and I bought a book. There was there was just a little section in Cosmos Sapiens, this Russian guy, Kropotkin, from, you, this, this is like back when Russians were like fucking badass, you know, like those, those, those days. <laughs> the guy that wrote Crime and Punishment, bad. okay, like famous Russian author, and the, the idiot and the brothers Karmazikov. Anyway, so this is like early 1900s, late 1800s. Okay. That this guy was around, and he put out a um, a thesis you know, against Darwin in terms of uh, collaboration. And his book's called Mutual Aid. So earlier in the Cosmos Sapiens, he goes through all of the people around Darwin, and Kropotkin had a little paragraph, and it was about collaboration. I was like, I really like this. I'm really drawn to this uh, explanation of survival. So I bought his book, and I just barely got it started. But now I'm 100 pages later in Cosmos Sapiens, and he showed back up Damn. in this section. I was yeah. like, ah, I need, I need to go read yeah. it. But when, <laughs> when you turn over the back of Kropotkin's book, the paragraph at the top is like, oh, I didn't realize. Like I thought maybe he was just uh, um, into this, like science for science's sake, you know, like a. Biologist or whatever, right. but it's like blah 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 blah. This book blah, 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 is for anyone into the leftist movement, communism, <laughs> socialism, or anarchism. I was like, oh, this book's gonna be yeah. good. <laughs> Which you know, at the core, I, I think a lot of it is um, social interactions with those philosophies in the in their like peer sense, yeah. not the communism that actually manifested in Russia. Fuck that. Anyway, I digress, but I had a couple of aha moments. I was like, this is... That's cool and something you've been paying attention to just start showing back up. Yeah, and it like, solidifies yeah. in, in your, your brain. Because they say <clears throat> you don't really know something, you don't really understand something until you can teach it to someone else. Right. And some of this stuff, it's just like... A, a, I don't want to say po not population density, reoccurrence density. You have to, you just have to read it or hear it or see it so many times. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's it's not intuitive. So that was that's that's my week. So we can now go back to what you were talking about earlier. I don't even know what I was talking about. That was that's a lot of stuff that you just covered there. Yeah. Good oh, <clears throat> those are the types of things I'll record myself. And, you know, most of the time I'm driving, which is why I'm not thinking to grab the GoPro. Well, that's I what need, I was saying. I need to you set it up. mount it on your yeah. windshield. Or, like, you know how it's got that sticky tape on the back? Like, it came with some shit with sticky tape on the back, and you can mount it anywhere you want on your dashboard. It's a good uh, idea. Yeah. Whatever. Right, like, right there as yeah, I'm driving. So you, it looks like you're looking at everybody's soul. <laughs> like, perfect. looking at me talking about yeah. chloroplast, dude. <sighs> They're sexy. So. Well, that's beyond anything that, not that I've ever thought of, but that I could ever think about talking about. Because you're just like, oh, this is crazy. This is a wild world that we live in. And Ooh, who knows, baby, who knows where the fuck it comes world. from. Yeah. And <clears throat> um, interestingly, you know, I don't know what the statistic is, but something, some high percentage of all scientists are, what, atheists or agnostic, right? Yeah. But really. the more I'm learning about the science, it seems to strengthen my faith in the, the invisible. And, and it might be important to 
distinguish <laughs> that I was... You mean God. I was raised... Well, <clears throat> the word God has such a connotation for people that I almost refrain from using it because then they've got a God block up. You mean Trog. Trog, yeah. But I like the word inv invisible because it... Until you get to explain what you want to say. Gotcha. Because it keeps it open for yeah. people. It's it's just... Invisible is the... A power greater than yourself. Which, unless someone thinks they're the greatest power in the whole universe, which would be <laughs> pretty sad, uh, then everyone, even an atheist and agnostic, believes there's something greater than them out there, right? Yeah. So that's when we use the word invisible. But, for me, that's trog. And the, the more about the science I learn, I'm like, hell yeah, this is just like bolstering my faith in mm -hmm. my understanding of what the invisible is. And I keep going back to Laws of the Sun by Okawa with the realms. Yeah. And there was so much about that that just like, this makes sense. I like, it wasn't just nice to hear an explanation that I agreed with, right? Like it's convenient. You know, like, oh, everything will be good and fluffy and nice and warm, even though yeah. it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm leading myself wrong with um, the notions that he's putting forth. Plus, he's published quite a bit. I need to go read it. But there's just so much about it that, like, that that makes that makes sense. I got into some pretty deep thoughts last night, staring out into the cosmos. I was hoping you did. Yeah. About all that kind of stuff and just accepting our limitations and what we can understand and always trying to like well okay Proctor talks about the the difference between our five senses and our six faculties right and our our whole world is based on our five senses right like <coughs> you know you get that gut feeling counts for shit in the court of law. It's what you can prove, right? And and we've, we've, uh, uh, we're only allowing ourselves the interpretation through the five senses of what we can prove in a legal sense and in everything, right? right? It's not just, well, I felt it. Cause they're like, well, we don't, we don't know what that means. We don't really know if, if they're guilty because of that. But it turns out our, our faculties, you know, these extra senses, so to speak, access such a greater part of the world and yet we have confined ourselves to to live within you know sight being the biggest one it's like nah so what I'm getting at there is <clears throat> if we're if we are so limited so as to say fixated on those five senses for our world now we're probably staying pretty limited in our ability to rationalize the possibility of what is happening around us and that we can't fully explain it within those five senses. And in other words, if someone was Says born blind... That doesn't meditate. What's that? Says somebody that doesn't meditate. Who said that? I'm just saying. Somebody that doesn't meditate couldn't think about oh. anything other than... I got you. What, ...what happens when you open your eyes. Yes. Or living. But if you meditate and try to get into the other world, then consciousness away from body, yeah. then you can probably start understanding what you're trying to talk about. Right. <clears throat> we're just, we're, most people aren't doing it. 
And yeah. it's like it's hard to do, man. I, I guess for me, where the where I'm trying I, to do it. What I was trying to to draw back to, come full circle, was the deeper I get into science, it bolsters my faith, and I'm trying to explain that possibility by comparing it to our five senses and what we take in as inputs, but accepting that there's something greater outside the five senses. And so even if we understand this with science, which is our five senses, there's something greater outside of, of that. We get to drill down deeper and deeper. Uh, I, <clears throat> sometimes when I have the laughing sessions, with the, and just brief, it's like, it's like this rant, this wild thought that, you know, they talk about we use 10% of our brain or whatever. And, and whatever's out there in the other realms that's, like, witnessing this happen, they're watching and they're like, come on, guys. The other 90% you can use, just open that door. You know, right. they're, just, they're just waiting. They're like, we, we gave them the obvious tools, right. you know, the ones, the ones to survive. And then we gave them just enough to stay curious and to go explore. And like there's this whole other adventure to be had all up here of what's going on. I want the adventure, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all deserve the adventure. So Paul Check was talking about like people that are deep into meditation and they're like, I can get to I can get to the same state that somebody is in that that did DMT. Yeah, or, or, I've uh, heard about that ayahuasca or something. You know, like so they can they can meditate themselves into that state. That's serious. But then Paul Check talks about he's like, okay, well, if you can do that, then you already know what it's about. So just do the plant medicine and get to the same place that you would get to. But the people that he talked into doing that did the plant medicine and was like, wow. <laughs> like, that is a personalized experience that uh, uh-huh. I cannot get to in meditation, which both are good. I want to do some more plant medicine. <laughs> Just, me too. Let's go to Costa Rica, dude. I want to, I want to, I mean, we can do something here. All right, we can stay here. I like, I like it. I like to travel, you know? Oh, yeah. I got some trips planned. Nice. Costa Rica's not on the current docket. But the the more we're getting into this stuff, like I'm yeah. I wanna I wanna explore the mind. Not just for the entertainment value, but Yeah. It's not take take drugs. It was uh concert, I listened that. to Dorian Yates's he was that really famous or I mean famous um, <clears throat> bodybuilder back in the 90s he was on London Real it's one of I guess the more popular ones yeah he but talks he, about how it was like so hard to get him on because he doesn't do podcasts or something I could see that I didn't I didn't hear that part I listened to the two minute trailer I think he's been on twice so this is the most re- more recent one and I liked I don't think he it was his um, analogy I think he said he heard it from someone else of what it's like to um, to, to take psychedelics and he said Let's say you're, um, you, you live somewhere and there's just a big, a big wall around it, okay? And taking the psychedelic is like, you get on a trampoline and you start jumping. <laughs> and as you jump, you can see over that wall. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that is such a apropos way of 
describing what it is. You, you don't get you don't get to go hang out there. Yeah. But you get to see it. You don't break the wall down. Yeah. Some people might though, and that's when they <coughs> get diagnosed as schizophrenic or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't like, you, you can't go too far with the bro. with the plant medicine. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> imagine like if everyone in the whole world took mushrooms, what the world would be, be like. It's crazy. Wait, wait. Took them at the same time? That would be crazy. Same time if or... You get everybody in the world to take a dose over, of mushrooms at the same time. Over a year. Dude, the world might be like, and like tilt sideways or something, dude. <laughs> Those are the fun things to think about. Oh, man. It's funny, though. The world. What did you learn this week? I learned a lot that I can't tell you about. Sometimes I think I overload. I picked it up right at that time. You can't tell me because you don't remember or yeah. Yeah. you do not desire? Uh, let, me, let me think back. There's nothing that when I, when, I, when I learn it, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this on Chatting with Kay, man. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's good. I should remember that. I sometimes don't, but I just listen to so much Paul Check, dude. I love this guy. Is that the guy? I love Paul Check, man. <laughs> Is he the one we talked about last week? Yeah. Older guy that's so awesome. Uh, what are his four? Four doctors. Yeah. Okay, but the, I understand now the 4D is not, it's because living 4D is not living in 3D, it's living in 4D. Right. Other dimension. So that makes more sense about why he called his podcast that. Yeah. Uh, but he had a lot of good guests on. One of them was one of like the first podcasters before Rogan. Really? And that guy, I forgot what his name was, but I like him because he, he gave Paul Check a run for his money because he started talking about scientists, right? And he's like, scientists nowadays, they like to have a hypothesis and then prove it correct. Mm. He's like, but how you're supposed to do science, right. prove it wrong. He's like, so a lot of times what <laughs> you you're talking about- You shouldn't be biased going into it. Doing it backwards. I was like, damn, that's so true. Cause like, that's how I would do it if I was a scientist. Cause I would want to <laughs> be right, you know? Well, good thing you're not a- I'm not a scientist. Scientist. Yeah. Mm. I read a tweet last night though. <laughs> <laughs> From Dr. Rhonda Patrick, my oh, yeah. favorite lady. Yeah, you do like her. God, she's so savvy, dude. That's my mom's first name. Savvy? Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> what so was the tweet? Her tweet. We're, we're pretty excited. Yeah, I can tell. Men that drink alcohol out of a social drinking, so binge or Outside of social well, drinking? Yeah, but like social drinking, like one or two. Or out of because of? Uh, like not just having a beer. Okay. Right. Binge drinking or drinking excessively. Mm hmm. Before or within the six months of conceiving a baby or whatever. How's that, how's that work? Conceiving? Well, uh, inseminating. Inseminating. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not the word they we prefer to use, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that child has a 55% increase chance of some sort of heart disorder. Interesting. She said that. How many times does this man have to be excessively drinking? Once a week? I think just 
any time. Once? Yeah. Excessive drinking once? Six yeah. months. Six months. <clears throat> I would need to hear more she about that. It. Yeah, she she attached a link, so if you can just look it up. What's your takeaway? I I'm probably not gonna drink very much before I inseminate a <laughs> human. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna be like I'm gonna read as many baby books as I can, dude. I don't think babies are very so, good authors. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Gotta love you. Um <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, you know, I actually had the idea a few years ago. I will write um, a children's book series at some point. That's good. Yeah. I want to start, I'd love to start working with someone that can help me do that, you know, about the, the little caveman or whatever. That's the best because I'm just starting to think about it now about the people that I grew up with that have babies now. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Dude, I know them. I'm like, dude, I don't know about what's coming next, dude, because, like, we're raising kids now. You know? Not you and I. Nah, not, not together. People are right. Yeah, not, yeah. not together, not separate. <laughs> we, we don't have any kids. <laughs> that you know of. Two men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> On a beach. Uh, no, I know I don't have any. We all just be wearing diapers and just, like... Not two men as babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, like... <laughs> <laughs> to, to make the fucking baby uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> the baby is comfortable. It's a baby. Dude, we need not. Whatever, you don't know the baby. You need not pander to the baby by wearing diapers. So funny. So, what else is coming up, dude? I have, I have been hitting a wall with selling bone broth. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to research, cause like you can pretty much tell people why they drink bone broth. Yeah. I want to know more about bone broth. You saw, did you, well, okay. Dude. Okay. Did you see my, did you see that I made that infographic thing? I did. Okay. I think that's what you're talking about. Like you wanna. I wanna know the science behind why bone broth is good for your body. Yeah, it's all in that. Or mind, or whatever. Do you want me to tell and, you? And I want to know how much you should drink that, that per week, month, day, year, whatever. Cannot answer that. Do you know why? Because there is, there's not a recommended dose of any supplement that's the same for everyone. And you got to think of bone broth in terms of a supplement then, you know? And then the question is, okay, why are you taking said supplement? That tells you what, how much your dose should be, right? Yep. And the other problem is the term bone broth is a descriptor of a food, but they're not all equal. So... Oh, you're saying not all bone broths are equal. Yeah. So, right. so, but if you were to say 200 milligrams of ibuprofen is identical to 200 milligrams of Advil, you'd be right. But if you said eight ounces... I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, because... They're different supplements. No, Advil is ibuprofen. Okay. That's my point. It's just it's just renamed because it's I'm telling you how much medicine is in it. But if I say I'll take that shit, eight ounce cup of my broth versus eight ounce cup of another brand, there's no guaranteed consistency of what's in it. So people are conflating the term bone broth and talking about it as a food, and then they ask questions about it as if it's a health supplement. 
and it's very hard to speak to both of those. How much broth should I put in your soup? All right, that's easy, four cups, because you want to serve four people. How much should I drink to heal my leaky gut? How the fuck should I know? <laughs> They're not all the same. You're gonna need right. as much as it takes. Right. <clears throat> that's... Could you quantify that by taking some sort of a test or something? And... Only to a certain degree, but the thing about bone broth is that it hasn't been studied empirically. There's no big broth industry that is looking at the science of broth. What we know is that the things that appear in bone broth, those have been studied. So you have to extrapolate. And then what you're asking is, based on those things and these other health issues, how do they match up to mitigate or heal those? Therefore, how much should I consume? Exactly. And, I, and I don't mean to get frustrated with you, but a lot of people ask me at the market, hey, man. and I have a hard time lying okay. to people because they're asking a question kind of about food, but really about medicine. And it's like, boy, your doctor needs to tell you how, <laughs> what's wrong with you so I can tell you how much to take. Well, the doctor's going to want to prescribe. Well, you know what I mean. Chantix, like if someone. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> you have a. To stop smoking. Disorder. Okay, That's whatever. That's what Chantix is. All right, well. You have alopecia? No. Oh. What? That's hair loss disorder. No, I'm sure there's a medicine for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyways. You have alopecia on your stomach. <laughs> Where? Exactly. Right here? Alopecia's not having hair. Anyway, so, so, anyway. So do you. What? You have alopecia on your shoulder. I didn't... I didn't trim my shoulder. That's the point <laughs> of this joke. I didn't shave my shoulder. Your your humor sometimes I just I don't get it. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. I, that's <laughs> <laughs> that works. Um, yeah. So that so, that infographic that I made. <clears throat> went, if you don't want to tell me, you don't have to. Went through. Tell you what. I can, yeah, I do want to tell you. Okay. What's the question? <laughs> so why is bone broth good for your health? Oh, you know. It's a broad question. Yeah, it is. Next, we should do that one, but. You should do that with me, at with the board, and film it all by itself. Okay. All right. As its own video. Right, I'm gonna do. But I, I mean, I'll tell you the the highlights. It's not just collagen, right? It's not just collagen, but collagen is probably the most important. Is or the vitamins. There's gotta be it's vitamins. Not, it's and not. Minerals. Uh, it's not about the vitamins. There might be trace minerals. Well, let me tell you something about them burgers that you gave me, dude. The or organ that burgers. I earned. Yeah. You like those? Woo! They're so good, dude. Oh my god, thank you. They're so good. I believe yeah, there I didn't is. I even grill them. Like, I just hit them in a cast. There iron. is real potential to try to make those, like, one of my things. Alright, so what as I. As much as I'm trying bone broth, the organ patties is. Yeah. Huge potential. What I like about them, because there's gotta be ground beef in there, right? Yeah, it's 80% yeah. ground beef. Okay. It's 20% uh, liver and heart. Dude. So. I was cooking them, and then I got them done on one side. I flipped them, and then they started plumping up. So I was like, yeah. well, just like smoosh them down with it. And then so all like the juice shot yeah. out, and that juice cooked. Ooh. And then I had like some little like niblets of whatever that was. Yeah. And I put them on top, and oh. it was like a condiment of like organ meat. Organ I guess, juice. That yeah. I put on top of my patty. Then I took some uh, Primal Kitchen garlic. Uh, aioli mayonnaise. Oh yeah. And then dipped it in that, and just ate it like that. I had three patties. I had two cups of uh, butter coffee, 
and then I had three patties. Wow. Well, this is like within like before 12 o'clock. Okay. Right? From like when I woke up at like eight to. That's that, dude. That's and a, then I didn't eat the rest of the day. Yeah. Until like late, because then I had to go out to eat. But I just had a salad because I was like so full. You had eaten a you had eaten a pound of meat <laughs> with three, organs. I ate all three yeah. patties. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> It was Getting so people good, to eat dude. organs and drink bone broth is like, that's my personal business mission, you know, because it's good for my business. It's also personal. I think it would just help everyone. Like way before, I came to you and I bought some liver or something one time. Cause I was liver like, I by itself it. is hard. I was like trying to eat it. Yeah. You know, I was like trying to cook it like medium rare. You I know? cooked I like, some this week and I, I couldn't finish it. It's like so, so But if you put it in a ground beef, you can eat the shit out of that stuff now. Yeah. I was trying to get some, some CoQ10, you know, that coenzyme. Yep, that's what's in heart. But, uh, yeah, I really need someone to help me market better because my products are so good. I know. I wish I was that guy. Well, you, I mean, you're not uh, that guy, but you're a guy yeah. that's helping me get the message Somewhat, out. Somewhat, yeah. You're a guy. Right. Wearing a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> With my baby. Baby diapers. Wouldn't that be funny to just see somebody walking down the beach with their kid? It'd be like, uh, wearing diapers. do you remember the cartoon character Baby Huey? That big nope. duck? Nope. That oversized duck is wearing a diaper? Nope. Well, look him up. All right. Yeah, you'd be, I guess we'd be wearing diapers for our kids out of solidarity. Or because we're trying to fucking crazy. <laughs> That's what solidarity is. I, sometimes I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> I should read more. Well, all right. I'm glad I could keep this humorous for you, and also it's always entertaining. I, I didn't, I didn't mean to, time. I didn't mean to jump all over you. You're not even on me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty low hops, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. it's gonna be a good day. If you could recommend me do one thing this week, what would you recommend me do? Shoot, you know all my favorite things. Um, how how are things going on the movement side for you? You know, we don't talk about that too much. Me, you know, exercise right. being the, the right. catch-all term, but I, I like the word movement. Okay, so with my job, I just started tracking my thing again on my watch, but no cellular. Oh, yeah. You can do airplane mode and still track. Really? Yeah. Which device do you have? This is just Apple Watch. Oh. Series 3. Okay. So I've been tracking my Not a big fan of wearables, but yeah. I, I understand why. Right. And I quit wearing it because one time you mentioned, you were like, oh, yeah, our wrist cancer is real fashionable. That's probably what I said. Oh, my God, get it off. Um, you jerk. And then I put it in my drawer. I was like, fuck this, I don't need wrist cancer. But then I figured you can do it in airplane mode, so and still it tells time and all that. Okay, okay. It's like okay, so it's just a watch. So you've been tracking your steps, and are they like unfathomable? Well, I mean, I've always tracked them. So what are you doing with your job? Just walking a lot. I mean, um, how many steps are you getting? I don't know, but I walk like I could walk like ten miles a day. Wow, easy. Yeah. It does landscaping, so. Um, but other than that. You should give a shout out to your business uh, if you're trying to want to promote it. Yeah, Loson Media uh, on Instagram and Joel Loson on Instagram. Actually, what I meant was your landscape business. Oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking funny. You need a diaper, you act like that. <laughs> you act but, like a child and treat you like a child. No, I don't really lift weights and I want to, but this week I started doing uh, kettlebell exercises. 
Cool. So I have two kettlebells that I bought a long time ago and I never used, just like somebody that would buy a treadmill off an infomercial. Those guys are hilarious. Yep. So I did buy some kettlebells, but I started, I looked up and on it uh, exercise, and it was kettlebells for beginners. Mm. And I started What weights did that. you get? They're 26 pounds. Both of them are? Yep. Oh, okay. I need a heavier one, but oh, I also 10 need keys. a lighter one. No, that's not 10 kilos. That's 12 kilos? I don't know. It's 12 like 12 kilos. And a half or something. 12. Oh, okay. I don't know why it's 26 pounds, but you can ask Rogue Fitness about that. Good question, Rogue. But I was only using one kettlebell, and I, I, I did a workout, and I didn't get sore. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Because you probably want to get I a can, little sore. I know, but I can do it again. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I go to the gym one time, and I try to squat t with 25 pounds on each side. Yeah. Can't walk for a week, dude. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, this is it's not acceptable. Like, I need to do workouts like less intense for for my uh, non. Where are you doing body. your kettlebell workouts? I did it inside. Oh, yep. At your house? Yep. Oh, well, I would suggest outside. Thank you. Uh, I've been hitting the ice tank pretty pretty hard, like liking it. Is it the one at your house? The one at my house. I'm I'm at seven seven and a half minutes at below thirty six degrees. What? I did it last. That's cold, man. Yesterday. Thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yesterday. Did you do it this morning? Uh, no, I haven't. Not yet. Did not you do yet. It in the morning. I will do it in the morning. That's fucking extreme. I can't even put water on my hands in the morning, <laughs> dude. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> touch water right now. My mother's getting thirty six degrees. You'd be fucking. Uh. Wim Hof. Cause yesterday. I'll struggle, and I try not to, with indecision when I have a, a, a chunk of free time. Because you're like, ooh, I could do this or that or that. And, it, you know, I work half day at the farmer's market, and then we had a meeting. I didn't get home till like, 4 o'clock, and I was like, okay, I got some possibilities here. Don't and, and I was like, no, I'm going to do the low-hanging fruit, which was just fucking clean up the house. And then I was like, okay, I got time. Ice bath, quick workout, eat the mushrooms, get on the beach. Forget the other stuff you were trying to accomplish, which I just remembered I need to do something when I get home. And jumped in the ice bath, set the, well, I listened to a song that's longer than I want to be in. Right. And then have a timer going, and I was at the chest. Uh, it was seven and a half minutes, and I was like, yeah. Shoveled the mushrooms in my mouth. <laughs> did a few quick reps of just like some deadlifts in the backyard, and headed to the beach. And all of that combined, I mean, coming out of an ice bath and going into um, psilocybin, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Highly recommend that. Yeah. To like everyone, and then being out here, mm -hmm. like we've we've hacked into what do I want to say. We've discovered like the most possibly the most important things you can do in life to make yourself happy i.e. make yourself healthy. And I'll use those words somewhat interchangeably. Very hard to be happy if you're not healthy, right? Yeah. You know, to a certain degree. Yeah. So the, and it's all about our, our physical surroundings, being in the sun and nature, um, being with other people that makes you feel good, and uh, the cold exposure. Like, right. fuck, I got it figured out. Cold exposures. Now it's just hard. a matter of, making a little bit more money in the businesses that I do, and I'll feel like I'm dominating life. Yeah, just a from good the, feeling. Dude. It's a great feeling. Good for you. And an, a big part of that is also not really drinking anymore. Yeah. 
removing right. that consistent consumption of poison. It really, it really is not good. I drank on Monday because I played softball. Yeah. And I just like. And there are times when it's just like it's hard to. But when I got done separate. doing it, I was like, I don't think I really want to drink much anymore. Yeah. And so I didn't drink, and then my girlfriend, she was like, let's go out for a drink. I said, like, okay. So like we went out, and I had a beer, and it took me a long time to drink it. And, and having like, one, having one is like. That, it really felt good. She and she was like, "Why did you only drink one beer?" And yeah. I was like, "I just felt like I only wanted only one." Needed one. And that's huge because there was a time that I went a year without drinking, which was yeah. huge for me. Yeah. Because I would drink like three or four times a week. Yep. You know, like more than I should. Your and then the weekend. Have heart, heart failure. If I was inseminating. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, he may have been inseminating during that year. We don't know. Yeah. We don't literally know. Uh, or non-literally, it's very good not to drink. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we'll leave people it makes with. You fucking slow, dude. In mind, body, and soul, probably. Totally. Yeah. Whenever people ask me, well, they don't really. It makes you numb. But if they do ask why I quit drinking, I was like, I didn't have a, I didn't really have a problem. I said it interferes my uh, connection with the source. There you go. Or your mission in life, maybe. But Source is way better because it's such a larger... Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I want that channel to be as crystal clear as possible. Right. And... Mushrooms certainly amplify the signal. Yes. Alcohol does not. It dampens it. It does, man. So, don't but drink. Do drugs. It's much that's easier. <laughs> it's much easier. What well, drugs is some... I, I know. I, I, that's, I, that's an inflammatory term I use. But it's, it. so, it's so much easier for... A man that has a job and is stressed out or would come home or whatever, like, it's easier to pour a glass of whiskey than it would be to be like, let me have a half a gram of mushrooms. Or let me go meditate for an hour. It's way easier because you could just be like, I forgot about all that shit. What do you need, babe? Huh? The kids? Yeah. (laughs) No, you got to stay tuned in. All right. We're going to end it there. It's been lovely. The sun is really bright now. What a great, what a great way to spend the morning. Yeah. 42 now. It's a good hour. Thank you for joining us, those that that joined. Yep. We'll be at, we'll be back here uh, next Sunday. Next Sunday. Looking forward to it. Chatting with Caveman signing out. Thank you for listening to the Chatting with Caveman podcast. For more information, please go to thecavemanscupboard.com or find The Caveman on Facebook at The Caveman's Cupboard, or look them up on Instagram at The Caveman's Cupboard. And if you want to eat like a caveman, visit arrowheadbeef.com. You can find all of your grass-fed meats, beef jerkies, organic bone broths, and caveman-rated nut butters. And if you're local to Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, you can find the caveman off 38 every Saturday in Seaside at the Farmer's Market from 9 to 1, and every Sunday in Rosemary at the Farmer's Market from 9 to 1. See you next week.